This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price. Beverly is a divorce coach, podcast host, and advocate for women's empowerment. Did you know that studies show 79% of women don't feel confident? Four out of every five women feel less than other women. 62% don't believe they're intelligent, and one out of every two don't think they're beautiful. Beverly sees this as a tragedy. She's on a mission to empower every woman listening to feel confident, worthy, intelligent, and beautiful. This podcast empowers you to say yes to the next phase of your life and become the empowered woman you were made to be. Tune in to learn the steps you can take to immediately discover who you really are. Find your authentic voice, discover your magic, and own your own power. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, divorce and empowerment coach. I've helped hundreds of women go through divorce in less time, in less pain, and with more support than I had. If you'd like to talk to me, go to HerSelfExpression.com. I'm also the host of this podcast, Her Self-Expression. Research shows that four out of every five women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Here, we provide knowledge, support, and insight to help you on your journey to self-empowerment so you can find happiness and thrive at life. Just like in every episode, I have these questions for you to think about. Have you been through a personal transformation? Do you feel like you need to? Do your goals drive you or does your vision? Well, my guest today is the wonderful Jessica Perez Beebe, and she's known as the Coach's Coach. She's going to help us today to learn about the topic of creating personal transformation in any area of your life. Jessica is a pro athlete, whoa, <laughs> Long, lifelong entrepreneur, expert in mindset and high performance, and founder of Live Now, an elite coaching company for coaches. After coaching in multiple industries, Jessica has become known as the Coach's Coach. She works with exceptional coaches, creatives, and service-based entrepreneurs who want to hit their next level of performance without burning out or sacrificing what's important. Her proven vision-driven method helps coaches and entrepreneurs adopt the habits, thought patterns, and visualizations used by elite pro athletes to get consistent next-level results. Jessica's fundamental belief is that when you are driven by vision and you are connected to a strong why, you can cause or create any change or transformation in any area of your life. Jessica has spoken on several stages across the country on topics of entrepreneurship, fitness, personal development, mindset, and leadership. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's great to have you here. Oh, Beverly, the pleasure is mine. Thank you for that very lovely introduction. Well-deserved. Thank you very much. Can you tell us a little bit about your own personal journey to empowerment? Oh, wow. I've got to go way <laughs> back, really. As with any of our journeys, right, there's so many layers. I think the most significant thing that 
stands out for me is, you know, growing up like like a lot of people, not in the quote unquote ideal circumstances. My mother was single teenage mom. You know, we lived below the poverty level. You know, she worked really hard, but we were also that meant growing up in neighborhoods with lots of violence, lots of scarcity, Mm -hmm. um, you know, things of that nature. And so for me, transformation began really in my mind, right, where I I started to visualize a different reality than the one that I was living in. And mm-hmm. it's it's from that ability or desire at a young age to actually desire something different that I realized when I look back and connect the dots, I had already begun to tap into this power that we have within us that really starts with our thinking versus our reality. Now, of course, that didn't mean that I just, you know, got it all and it it just all unfolded. (laughs) There was, you know, a lot that went with that. But, you know, I ended up being the first one in my family to graduate high school even, and then go on to university and graduate and become, you know, what looks like on the outside success, of course. Right. Um, But really, it was all driven from, you know, fear and a, and a need to really prove myself, which I, I think is really okay. You know, like it, the, we've got to get the drive started from somewhere, right? And oftentimes mm-hmm. it can be from a negative circumstance or, you know. As um, long as it's not place. debilitating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But think about it. Very often you're, you're going to get to a place where you're sick and tired of something, right? So there is mm-hmm. something there that might be dark and negative that's kind of driving you. And then, of course, as you grow and you mature, that why that's behind your drive is going to mature as well, right? And that's where I think real transformation happens in our adult life is when we are like able to zoom out and say, okay, how has this been serving me up until this point? How is it no Mm -hmm. longer serving me? Where do I want to go from this point forward? And what's it going to take for me to get there? And really, that's, I got to that place um, just a month before my 27th birthday and a month after my mother's 45th birthday. So, up until that point, I was really checking all the boxes, you know, and mm-hmm. considering what I had overcome and where I had come from, it looked like I was really, you know, winning at life, you know? Right. Uh, But it was all goal-driven, right? So very goal-driven, very short-term kind of surviving and pushing. And I knew that there was more inside of me, but I hadn't yet developed the confidence and the courage to really step forward into like a higher calling, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And what happened was something tragic in my life. My mother was killed instantly in a car accident. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was a month after she turned 45, which I have now outlived my mother, which is strange, you know, to be 46 and saying that. But And I was just a month from turning 27. And I'm actually writing my first book now and, and just have really unpacked this whole story and how much that incident 
actually impacted the rest of my life. Absolutely. And how it, yeah, really opened my eyes to the fact that, whoa, life is really that sudden and can be gone that quickly. And it was really the wake up call that I needed because truly I, I knew that my mother had went to the grave with all of her big dreams and ambitions buried inside of her, mm -hmm. right? That waiting yep. to, to have more time or, or more money or, you know, waiting for this or waiting. And, and that she, she really never got to live out any of what she really wanted to live out. And, you know, it's really become internally, this was what was happening, but I did not know, know it until I really started to unpack it is, is real the rest of my life going forward and becoming vision driven, which I know we'll get into versus goal driven really became like a way to pay homage to my mother and the fact that she didn't get to do that. And the fact that her abrupt exit from this life almost, well, not almost, it truly became one of the, the greatest parenting lessons almost, you know, there's no other way to right. put it. It almost sounds morbid, but it, it was this feeling and connection to her where it almost felt like, wow, mm -hmm. her giving up her life really opened me up to really live my life. And so that's exactly. really the transformation started intentionally with that bigger vision and purpose at around, at around that time, of course, you know, going through processing the grief and all of that, but you know, that's yeah. when things started to change in every area of my life. Wow. Yeah. Just curious when you were young and you talked about visualizing when you were very young, how would you contrast daydreaming with mm -hmm. visualization? It's a great question. I don't know as a child, if, you know, maybe some of that was daydreaming, it's, that's a hard one for me to answer. What I do know is that I have very vivid memories and, and, you know, this could be like disassociating. There's so many sure. things that children do to survive. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I, so I do have very vivid memories of when these, you know, traumatic things were happening where I would start to see myself somewhere else. So there is some aspect of like disassociating for survival, but what it quickly became was me looking outside of my immediate environment to see how other people were living. Oh, that's beautiful. And I, I would start to tell myself, okay, there are other ways, there are other ways. And, and, and you know, so often what blocks us from being able to even visualize a change. We may want it, but mm -hmm. we can't actually see it possible for us. And so often that's because we're so focused on the reality, meaning we're so yeah. focused on what is happening right now and what is not working that we're stuck in that energy versus the energy of what is possible. And that's exactly. really how I've tried to teach myself, yeah, to live. Exactly. And yeah. And I think that's, you know, I work with divorced women. I think that's really the case with divorced women is there seems to be a segment of that population that can make 
that switch mm. can can make change that mindset can get enough pain that they want to change themselves and then there's the other portion that's stuck in the negative emotions and in the past and the negative emotions tend to be doing something for them. You know, I like to say mm. that when the pain of the problem becomes greater than the pain of solution, change will happen. Yeah, I And agree. that's just what I've observed, you know, in that case too. So Great. why is creating this personal transformation really in any area of your life so important? I think it's important because it also gives us a sense of ownership right, over our life and personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. There's a sense of empowerment. And I, I like to think of it as kind of kind of co-creating with God, right? Like mm -hmm. we're given certain things and, and gifts and qualities, and then it's really up to us what we're going to do with them, just as we all are given our own unique challenges to overcome Right. They can be used to our benefit, right? That, you know, I work with you know, predominantly coaches, not all coaches, but about 90%. And, you know, many of the coaches that I work with have stepped into coaching because of something that they were able to overcome, right? And so mm -hmm. they turned their pain into a purpose, which yes. sounds very much like something that has been a part of your journey. So yes. personal transformation, you know, begins really with that desire for something different. And to me, transformation is, is, is not the same as just a goal. You know, like I have a goal to lose 20 pounds by December for my wedding dress, right? That's a mm -hmm. goal. That's, that's not really a vision. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's a goal and, a, a, you know, a, vi a, a transformation comes out of vision and it's not time bound, right? It's something that you are so connected to because it means something to you. There's a deep purpose for right. it. And you're able to then start stepping into that future self of, of whatever area you're transforming and really show up that way and make decisions for that future self and really embody, right? So there's an embodiment that that goes with transformation. It, and, and it's, it's why, you know, I was in the health and fitness industry for a long time and everybody knows, you know, how easy it is for people to set the, the new year's resolution and yes. then, you know, <laughs> just, yeah. you know, one month in, you know, like it was kind of became a joke in our, in our fitness centers that I owned. Like, I bet it did. Yes. <laughs> you know, the flood was coming and then it was going to dry out, but yeah. And that's and that's because typically people are setting a goal, right? And so a goal to lose weight, but you're not really sure why it matters to you and you know that. So at, at you know in my 20s, I'll just give you an example here because I've completely transformed my health, my physique, the way that I look, all of that. You know, in in my mid to late 20s, I was, you know, overweight, out of shape. I had been a smoker. I had just previous previously quit. I mean, my everyone in my family was, you know, diabetic, you know, type 2 diabetes, mm -hmm. you know, smokers, all of that. And I what happened for me is I started to 
see other women who were a lot older than me who had this vibrancy and they had this energy and they had like all of this that I was not, I didn't even see in myself with 20 years, their junior, and I didn't see in my own family. And I started to think, wow, I want to feel like that 20 years mm -hmm. from now. And so what, what does that mean? And so starting to see that vision of, oh, wow, so 20 years from now, 30, 40 years from now, if I can feel vibrant and look energetic and, and just feel so healthy and glowing and the opposite of what I'm seeing up close in my life, why does that matter to me? Oh, because I'll have this type of energy and I'll this. And so I just really started getting connected to why that mattered to me. And it never became where I started setting like goals. It just became, okay, well, what would that person do today? Like that woman that I saw, like at this age, what would she be doing? Oh, she might be drinking more water. You know, she may be doing less of this. Oh, she's probably walking. And then eventually she's going to the gym. Like all of this built up over time. I didn't right. have this goal to one day turn pro as an athlete, as an adult. You know, I wasn't even playing mm -hmm. high school sports. So yes. none of that that has manifested in my life was part of a goal. It was a vision, vision. to live and be a certain way. And all of a sudden, I would look back and like, whoa. What happened to me over the five years? Like, I'm, you know, one year, two years, three years. Right. And, and then it just snowballs because you're, you're being it. You're showing up as that future self that you've kind of, that North Star is just, is guiding you, is, is pulling you there. And it's not time bound. Like, I've got to do, I've got to have this done by 30 days, you know, well, or, you know. A, yeah, I have a question for you. So you talk about this vision. Is it something that you can say, I want a vision, let me find one? Or is it something that kind of comes over you, a feeling in a sense, and you just know it's there? I do does think that make there sense? Is, yes, it does. I think okay. there is initially some kind of inner knowing inside. Okay. And but we often ignore it, right? It's so easy. Ooh, We're okay. so busy. Life is so fast paced. We have so much technology. I mean, there's so much distraction. And, you know, quite honestly, what I've experienced now coaching women and men for 17 years, almost 18, is with all of the distractions, a lot of times I have found that why it's not working in someone's business or their career is because they're pursuing someone else's vision. Yes. Like, they've caught oh, on true. Some, Yeah. Something that they never actually wanted in the first place, but it's kind of the should vision. I should, or, yeah. you know, this is for this person. And so, you know, there's, there's, there's some work to do, right, to uncover right. it. I don't think you necessarily find it. I believe you create it. Okay. But it does come from that desire to typically want something different, right? So I've created transformation on a physical plane. I've created transformation financially and, and you know, with abundance and wellness and, or, you know, wealth creation, you know, coming from poverty and scarcity and, and, you know, not having money. 
and I've created it in personal relationships. You know, I went from being very shut down emotionally to once I was very clear that I had a vision of actually having an intimate lifelong partner and I got intentional in two days, I attracted my husband and we're still together 18 years later. So, right, like there's the practiced intention of vision and, and showing up and being that it starts to happen quicker, right? When you get, you start to get those blocks out of the way and where you just blow your own mind and you're just like, wow, this is really happening. So getting that resistance out of the way. Yeah. If I go back to a minute to divorced women, do you think that having this personal transformation or being vision driven has any specific meaning or implications for them? Well, you know, I don't, I don't have experience being divorced. Mm -hmm. And so I think you're, you're the expert on that. I would, I would hate to speak into something specific that I'm not a hundred percent sure of, but you know, I don't, I don't know how it relates to divorce except for the individual person, you know, perhaps there's a decision right. to make a div- have a divorce because the vision no longer includes that spouse. Well, what possibly. I was thinking when you mentioned the shoulds and the living mm-hmm. someone else's vision, I think about that in two distinct places. I think about it with motherhood and children mm-hmm. and parents living their lives through the child yes. and kind of directing. And then I think about it with the wife whose husband has taken a direction and expects her just to follow along. And so she wakes up one day and says, I feel stifled. You know, I don't know who I am because Mm -hmm. I've been living his life. I can absolutely see that. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, the parent example that you gave, I've seen a lot with clients, right? And so now they're in the second half of their life and they're like, I've done all this for mm-hmm. my children, or like you said, for your husband, and now I want to do something for me. And, you know, honestly, if you think about it, we're not really taught. There's not an emphasis on us to have our own vision for what exactly. we want. I mean, as a child, we're really kind of living out the vision of our parents. Then, mm-hmm. you know, in school, it's the vision of the teachers in the, <laughs> the school right. district. It's, and And if you have a vision... It can be stifled. Like, let's That's say, right. you know, I want to be an artist. And then they say, oh, you can't make any money being an artist. Absolutely. So you need to be an accountant and, and that kind of thing. So I can really see that. Um, Even, I you myself, know. I myself grew up in a home where they didn't have the skill set to foster self-worth mm. and self-esteem sure. because they weren't taught. And so I grew up feeling like I needed to do things and receive attention to be okay. Yes. And it took me a long time to separate my doing from my being. Absolutely. And get okay with just who I was, irregardless of what I did. That's so true. And it takes work. You know, mm-hmm. to, to come to this awareness means that you've, you've had some pain. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's no longer working, right? I always say to my clients, you know, being 
goal-driven and and being a high achiever and, you know, go, go, go and check. It works for a certain amount of time until it doesn't work anymore. Exactly. You know, and the pain is like overriding that. And so that's a lot about what we, we teach in our, we attract so many high achievers in the work that I do. And mm-hmm. I really talk about this evolution from high achiever, the busy burned out doer, right? Mm-hmm. Running around wearing your busy like a badge of honor. Yes. <laughs> I was Absolutely. there. I totally get it. You me know? too. Me too. <laughs> we, yeah. And, and, but how do we take that and evolve it into you not being a high achiever, but a high performer? Meaning, how do you perform in your life in the things that are in? important to you, that matter to you, where you're focusing your energy and your efforts and your time and your surroundings on whatever that vision is that you have for yourself, right? Not just keeping yourself busy with Mm -hmm. distractions or keeping yourself so busy that you can't even hear what you're being called to do. Well, that's a perfect lead in to the question I like to ask all my guests, and that is what three tips would you Mm -hmm. give to the woman in our audience to help them, you know, on this transformation journey and on this visualization journey? Well, I think once you decide, and this isn't going to be one of, well, we might end up with five steps here, but. Okay, that's (laughs) fine. (laughs) You're going to have to make the decision, right? Like Mm -hmm. everything starts with a decision because you know, you can visualize all you want, but if you haven't decided that you're clear that you're going to make a change, you're still kind of stuck in that gray area. Oh, it's mm-hmm. the most painful place to be, you know, is just Absolutely. like indecisive. So once you've made the decision, I think you've got to start uncovering and discovering and creating what is that transformation? What is the vision of that transformation that you want for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. See it five years out. See it three years out if you can't go that far. See it one year out. What is it? Because we only ever desire something because of what we believe it's how we believe it's going to make us feel. Right. So we want the more money because we think it's going to make us feel more secure or we think it's going to make us more powerful or the partner because we think it's going to make us feel more lovable, whatever it is. So getting start get start getting to those feelings in the vision. See it right. For me, it was looking out and seeing myself feeling vibrant and energetic. And because of that, I was able to start kind of seeing okay, this is what the, that future me who's healthy and vibrant looks like. And because of that, it would open up these opportunities because I'm, you know, happy, you know, when I'm out mm-hmm. in public and I'm, you know, personable, et cetera, et cetera. So start getting the vision for what you want. You don't have, it doesn't have to be super specific if you can't get there yet. With practice, you can. With support, you can. Working with someone who's really skilled at this. This is what we do as athletes. We see the vision of us crossing the finish line before we ever even get out there. You know, we see ourselves on the stage standing up there in the, I'm, I'm a bodybuilder. We see ourselves, you know, we, we, we live in the vision space 
at the same time, we're doing the daily things every day and the habits to have that vision be manifested. So starting with that vision, you've got to start seeing that it's possible for you in order to really start believing it. And so that's one. Once you've got that vision, get really clear on why. Mm-hmm. Because this is where you're, you're, you'll be able to stick with it, right? Your why's got to be stronger than your excuses. It's got to be stronger than the fears that you have. Any challenges that are going to come up against you, it's got to be stronger than, you know, what people say about you or your feeling about, you know, what you think people are going to say about you. Because mm-hmm. without a strong why, it's very easy to get off track. Mm-hmm. Right. It, so, so you, that vision, remember, it doesn't have to happen the next day, but without a strong why, you're going to give up when it gets difficult. When you've got right. a why that is so strong, you're just in it. You know, this is the new you, you're living it, you're becoming it, you're being it. So, having that vision, know why it matters to you, and you're going to have to take the action. You know, every day, those daily habits put the vision into action. And a lot of times that means you're going to, that daily work may be personal development, spiritual work. There's a lot of stuff that a lot of times we need to work on and process in order to get untethered, you know, from those old beliefs and mindsets and whatnot so that we can, you know, really let ourselves grow and develop. And that takes building a support system around you, right? Yes. It can mean having a coach, a mentor who can help walk you through the steps. Sometimes it means changing your circle of friends and influence. Exactly, yes. You know, that's a hard one for people. But, you know, decide that you want it. Get clear about the vision that you have for that transformation. Why does it matter to you? And then you've got to daily be taking actions that move you towards it, right? Nothing happens without action. And a lot of that action is going to be right up here in your mind and in Beautiful. your body. <laughs> yeah, I so love that. That's steps yeah. that women can take right away. Absolutely. Yeah. I have one question that I like to ask all my guests to wrap okay. things up. And that is, what does self-expression mean to you? Oh, let me close my eyes for that and really kind of connect. Self-expression. Well, you know, something just playful. Like I just got this feeling of playfulness, you know, and that that could be because that's how it comes out in me, right? Is is Mm -hmm. playful and movement. And so I think self-expression is really being who you are and not being afraid to show on the outside who you are on the inside because so often we we wear hats and faces and all of that but just now when I closed my eyes and thought about it I was like oh like I just all of a sudden got giddy and yes (laughs) you know so just being you know showing who you are on the inside and embracing who everyone else is and how they express themselves yeah that's a great question Beverly I love that (laughs) so Jessica how can our listeners find you yeah, well, my website is my name, jessicaprezbb.com, and I maybe you'll have that linked. Yes. And and then Instagram is 
my favorite social media, same thing, jessicapresbv.com. I have lots of free resources on my website for performance, productivity, visualization, all of that, and as well in Instagram. And you can also send an email to support at jessicapresbv.com if you'd like to talk to me about anything that we discussed here today. Beautiful. Do you have anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up? Yeah, you know, I want to say keep doing the work. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're working on yourself, right? You're honoring yourself. You're showing up and, you know, getting in communities like Beverly's or mine or other women out there, you know, who are really taking a stand to reach out and, and you know, help in, in the ways that we can. It's going to make such a difference in your life. So the more we can realize we're not alone, we don't have to be alone and we don't have to do it all and know it all women. We can lock arms with other people who, who can help us along the way because we're stronger together. Oh, I love it. You and I sing from the same sheet of music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, that. Yeah, Jessica, thank you so much for being my guest today. And to the audience, all of Jessica's information will be available in the show notes along with mine. You can find them at herselfexpression.com and click on the podcast tab. Please connect with Jessica to learn more. I love connecting you with incredible women like Jessica that can provide you with actionable steps for your journey. To get to where Jessica and I describe, we need self-awareness, dedication, vision, and strength. I believe that we need both outside and inside development to come together to make our empowerment journey complete. And thank you all for being with Jessica and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see the direct connection between your vision and your development and self-awareness and growth. Remember, the more you express yourself, the better you feel. Self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to navigating the self-empowerment both inside and out. But like Jessica said, most importantly, you don't have to go through it alone. I've been through painful divorce and other transformations in my own journey to get to the other side. No matter where you are on your journey, I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast. Host Beverly Price believes that you are intelligent, worthy, and beautiful. Her goal every episode is to help you believe that too and have the confidence to take steps toward creating the life you want. You can find podcast episodes, blog posts, resources, and more at www.herselfexpression.com. If you liked this episode, please pay it forward, follow, and share with your friends.